Hello everybody, welcome to The Coaching Conversation. I'm Graham Wiley and I've been coaching business leaders for the last two decades. In this series, we're going to explore some of the things I've seen and learned in that two decades and hopefully help you see how you can become more focused, more effective and hopefully happier in your life. So, it's now time to sit back, relax and enjoy The Coaching Conversation. Hello everybody and welcome to this edition of The Coaching Conversation. Today I'm going to be slightly controversial, slightly provocative and I want to talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the fact that as a coach I think there's certain aspects of it that I don't think are right but in fact I think are wrong and um, I'll start by recapping what his theory is all about and, and broadly speaking it's difficult to argue with the generalization of the theory but there are aspects of it which I think are not true. So if you remember correctly the Maslow's hierarchy of needs is demonstrated by a pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid is the physiological needs. Everybody needs to be fed, watered, they need to have their bodily functions dealt with to be just in existence and once those needs are met they can move up to what's described as safety which is really the security and, and health of the body safety in terms of um, being part of a family and so on that you need to feel safe so once you've got your physiological needs you're fed and watered and then you're in a safe physical space and you're well you can then move on to what's called love and belonging which is about being part of a family being um, with friends and, and have a, a sense of community. Once you've moved past that, you, you go into the higher levels of esteem. And this is about self-confidence, self-respect, respect of others, and, and feeling that you're, you're worthy. And you can see that this sort of mirrors people's career. You can see that you start off on a very low pay, you progress, train, learn, get promoted, you get to another level and so on and so on. And then you get to a point of managerial position or senior managerial position where you're confident in what you do and you have the confidence of other people around you, you have their respect and so on. And you can see how that's very logical and, and difficult to argue with. Then the top of the pyramid is the bit about self-actualization, which is a really major um piece of the theory which is about how you are becoming the person you truly want to be you're achieving the things that really matter to you perhaps at a, a spiritual level or a, a very inner level um, and and it's about creativity morality and all, all of those really soft and um, deeper meaningful emotions and, and senses and this is the piece where I think Maslow's wrong. This is this is the piece where I think self-actualization doesn't have to be the icing on the cake or the top of the pyramid. It, it can be pretty much any time. Once you've got past the physiological needs, once you've got past the fed and watered and you know, not scrounging around and uh, hunting and, and killing just to, just to survive... Once you got past that, the self-actualization can come in at any time. You can want to be whoever you want to be. You can aspire to achieve whatever you want to achieve. You can believe in and, and 
hope for whatever it is you want to at any level at that point. And so if you think about that in in the workplace, for example, people's attitude to work is is not driven by their seniority in a business. It's not not work doesn't work like that. You can feel total commitment to the sense of purpose of the organization, whether you're a receptionist or a cleaner or whether you're the chairman of the board. You can really aspire to develop and, and be part of a team and help that team grow and, and achieve all of its goals without being the team leader, the team captain or the most senior person in the group. And so self-actualization, therefore, is achievable entirely dependent on, on the person, whenever, wherever they choose to do it. And it's that perspective that I've seen as a coach. I don't coach only very senior people because they're the only people capable of change. Not the only people capable of understanding what it is they want to be and do. Or that there's a greater sense of purpose to life. It's just, it's just not true. I do typically spend more time with those people because they're typically the people that are more valued and the organisation is prepared to invest in. But that doesn't mean that the junior people aren't equally committed and engaged in the organisation. And there are some well-worn examples that people have used over the years to demonstrate this. So you could ask a bricklayer, what are you doing? I'm laying bricks. You could ask another bricklayer, what are you doing? I'm building a wall. You could ask another bricklayer, what are you doing? I'm building a cathedral. They're all doing the same job. They've just got different perspectives on what they're doing and what it means. If you develop that further, you you could get into things like the NHS. Clearly, a surgeon, a doctor, a, a senior nurse may have a whole sense of vocation around what they're doing. But so might the porter. So, so, so might the cleaner. So, so might the secretary in the office. So, so might the wages clerk. They all believe that what they're doing is is making the NHS work, which has a greater sense of purpose and a greater meaning, giving that sense of purpose and meaning to their work, to their work life, that part of their lives that they spend a lot of time in. And so the controversy, the the provocative nature of what I was trying to say is that Maslow's wrong. I don't believe self-actualization is the cherry on the top. I don't believe it's the top of the pyramid. I think it's available at any time, as long as you've got to a point where you are fed and watered and in a place of safety, so that you are effectively in a civilized environment and you can think about your life, your role, what you want, who you want to be, and what your values are and, and how important this is to you and how you're going to grow and be that person. Self-actualization. Core of what a coach does. A coach is there to help people achieve the things they want to achieve. Be the person they want to be. And by doing it in that sense, with that open-mindedness, you don't get hung up on, I can only deal with very senior people because it's just not right. I hope that's helpful and I'll see you again in another edition of the Coaching Conversation. Bye. So, there you have it. The latest edition of the Coaching Conversation. 
hope you found it interesting hope you found it useful you can find out more about our coaching programs at theexecutivemindset.co.uk if you want to reach out you can send me an email at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com you can book a free 30 minute session at theexecutivemindset.co.uk which will give you a really good feel for how coaching could help you and if you've really enjoyed the session do please rate us do please give us a review and nothing more for me to say other than see you next time